Welcome to the Money Love Podcast. I'm your host and money coach, Paige Pritchard. If you're ready to uplevel your results in relationship with money, you're in the right place. Each week, I give you the tools to transform your mindset, manage your emotions, and achieve results with your money you never dreamed were possible. Hi, love. Welcome to this off the cuff bonus episode of the podcast. So I told you guys that I was going to be releasing this update episode this week. We're not going to be talking about money. There's not a topic that we're going to be discussing. This episode is really just to give you guys an update of 2021 and also just to let you guys know what's coming in 2022. Now, the reason that I'm doing this, first of all, the reason that I'm going to be taking you through some updates in 2021 is because I realize and I absolutely acknowledge that 2021 was definitely an up and down year for not only me, but for my business. There were periods of time where I would come and be in front of you guys and be really active. And I mostly mean on social media, right? Because a lot of you guys who listen to the podcast, you guys also follow me on Instagram or maybe TikTok or YouTube or one of those channels. And I felt like 2021 was the year of like, I'd have a lot of activity and then I would just go dark for a little bit. And I'd have a lot of activity and then I would just go dark for a little bit. If you listen to the episode on Tuesday, you kind of heard me mention that for me personally, for Ryan and I, last year was a tough year. I feel silly saying that. I know that the past two years have not been necessarily easy for anyone. But truth be told, 2020, the year of the pandemic, was actually a pretty good year for Ryan and I. And we kind of ended the year thinking, wow, I mean, that really wasn't that bad. Like last year was actually a pretty great year for us. But really, it was all because all of the hard stuff was awaiting us in 2021, right? It's just the typical saying when it rains, it pours. So like I said, last year, lots of challenges that ultimately... I just couldn't balance everything at one time. I couldn't balance all the stuff that was happening personally, balance my full-time job, and then also balance everything that I wanted to do in my business. So we started off the year January 6th. Actually, the only reason I remember that date is because it was the date of the Capitol riots. And Ryan had to stay home from work that day. And I remember him and I like sitting together on the couch watching it on the news. That's the only reason I remember the date. But January 6th, Ryan's truck got stolen out of our driveway. Some guy just like literally came into our driveway in the middle of the night, jumped it and drove off with it, and it was gone. We never found it. We obviously had to file an insurance claim, but we decided after that not to replace the car immediately. So we went about six months of last year with only one car, and that wasn't even that bad. But then a couple months later, I've talked about this on the podcast. Ryan very unexpectedly lost his job. He went in for his performance review that they do in March. He had an absolutely glowing performance review. He got the highest bonus out of all of his peers in the company. In his performance review, he kind of stated where he wanted to take his platform. Two days later, his boss called him up and fired him on a 30-second phone call. He got no severance. They clawed his bonus out of our bank account the next Monday that we received. It was just shocking. And it was a really hard time for us to go through, not only because losing a job is hard, but losing a job like that, it was personal. And it was really hard. And it was really hard to have to see him go through that and have to support him through that as 
his wife. So we originally moved to Houston for that job. And so then the question kind of became, well, what do we do now? Do we stay in Houston? Do we leave? Do we go somewhere else? Thankfully, because we had financially prepared for a situation like that, we weren't necessarily in a situation where Ryan had to find another job immediately right away. We knew like, okay, we can take a couple months here and just regroup. I had my salary from my job. So we're like, let's just not rush into any decision. So he took about three months off. And ultimately, at the end of that three months, we decided that what we felt like the right thing to do was to come back to Dallas, which is where I'm originally from. I grew up in Dallas. Dallas is where we met. And we decided that what was best for all of us is just to come back to Dallas. So he was able to find a new job back in Dallas at an amazing company that he's with now. And so happy for him. He's loving his new role. But that obviously meant, you know, kind of taking up our lives in Houston, selling our house, which that was actually the easiest part to do was selling a house in the housing market right now. But then getting to Dallas and realizing, oh, we actually need to buy a house in this crazy housing market. Found a house, went through that process, bought it, but we decided to buy a house that is older and hasn't been updated in a while and needs a lot of TLC. So we've been living in a rental for the past six months while we are renovating this house. And the rental and our house are about five minutes away from each other, which is really nice. We can just skirt over there and for whatever we need, appointments, deliveries, stuff like that. But the home renovation process, you guys, has been so much harder and so much more emotional than I ever thought that it ever would be. And y'all listen, I know that sometimes like when we hear people talk about things like this, we're like, oh, wait, poor you, like whining about your home renovation. I was talking to one of my friends and she gave me this beautiful analogy because I was telling her like, this has truly been so draining and it's so hard. And she said, look, she said, that's kind of how being a parent is like. She's like, I wouldn't trade being a mom for anything. And it's worth every single second, but that doesn't mean that it's not hard. And I loved that analogy because I feel so blessed that we're getting to do this. But everyone told me going in, this will truly be the hardest thing that you've ever done. Actually, I didn't know this before going into it, but home renovations are one of the leading causes in divorces between couples. And Ryan and I have definitely had our moments of disagreement and trying to navigate through everything. But everyone told me, just expect it to be twice as expensive and take twice as long as you think that it will. And for some reason, I really just thought that we were going to be the magical exception to all of that. (laughs) But it's true. The project has turned out to be twice as expensive as we thought it was going to be, take twice as long. And we're still sticking with our original budget. But ultimately, what we decided to do is instead of stretching ourselves beyond what we knew we could afford, we had to cut a lot of aspects of the project that we wanted to do. like. Our house kind of has two levels. We wanted to do both levels. We wanted to do the exterior as well. And now basically all we're doing is we are just doing the downstairs, which is 90% of the living space. The upstairs is more of just kind of like a entertainment space, but we're not doing that space right now. We're not doing anything to the exterior of the home. We're literally just doing the downstairs living portion of the home. So That is ongoing. We are hoping to move into our new house 
in a couple months. May 1st is the targeted move-in date, but it could be May 1st. It could be June 1st. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a little bit delayed. So all of that has been going on. Then at the end of September, I showed up to work one day at my full-time job and my boss put a meeting on my calendar that I just thought was kind of like a touch base with him and hopped on and I was fired as well. I lost my job. My company was going through or they my old company is currently going through a big acquisition. My company, which is already a big company, is being acquired by an even bigger company and as part of that acquisition, they did a round of layoffs and I was a part of that layoff. So to say that I was, again, shocked and blindsided was an understatement. Like people asked me, like, did you see any warning signs? Like, were you on a performance improvement plan? Like anything? I'm like, no. Like, seriously, I had no idea. I was, I was shocked. I don't think I said but a couple words in that meeting with my boss when he was essentially just like reading off of a script and firing me. You know, he asked me, at the end, do you have any questions for me? And I just said, no, I don't have any questions because I was just so stunned. And that was hard. I'd been at my company for nine years. I really liked my company. I liked my job. I liked what I did. I took a lot of pride in my job. And it was hard to kind of have that happen. Not only to have Ryan lose his job, six months prior, but then to have me lose my job. And you guys, I'll just say this. Coming into 2021, if you had asked either Ryan or I, what are the chances of you guys losing your jobs? Like, What are the chances of you guys showing up to your job and them firing you? For me, I would have put the probability of me losing my job at less than 5%. It just was not something that I thought would ever happen. And Ryan would have told you the same thing about him. Like I said, he was a top performer. He was doing really well. And a big lesson that I took from last year was, especially with these corporate jobs, is that we are all so much more than our jobs. And we are all so much more than what we do and who we work for. And I'm so thankful that we were financially prepared for these situations because I really never thought that they could happen. But they did happen. It happened to both of us within a six month time frame. So that was the end of September. And truth be told, it's taken me a while to kind of come away from just the jolt that I felt from that experience. I guess before not having it, I didn't realize what a huge part of my world it was to wake up every day and, you know, open up that laptop and start sending emails and start checking into meetings and start chatting with, you know, my coworkers on Teams and, you know, doing all that. What a huge part of my life and a huge part of my day it was. And then to literally, I mean, when I talked to my boss, he was like, this is it. This is the last day. Like your access to everything will be shut off end of day today. So I literally went from showing up to being like, this is it. Like you don't work here anymore after today, <laughs> right? Waking up the next morning and being like, who am I even without this job that I've had for the last nine years, right? So that kind of took me some time to kind of process through. And then, and this is a this is a really good piece of news, you guys. So 2021 was not all bad. 
we had some sicknesses. Ryan got into another car accident, which the car is still not fixed, by the way. The shop has had our car for three months. (laughs) Ryan got in a car wreck at the, I want to say, gosh, it was the middle of October. He had to have surgery shortly after that. So it was just all these things kind of just throwing our way, right? Like lose job, move, lose another job, car wreck, surgeries. But then at the end of October, we found out that I am pregnant. I know, we're having a baby. I am pregnant. Now, everyone, of course, always has like when they hear that I lost my job and then a month later I found out I was pregnant, they were like, did you plan for that? Like, was this expected? Yes, it was planned. We had started trying and we just said, you know what? Like, we're not going to just stop trying because of this. If anything, we're just going to keep going and we're not going to alter the plans. So I lost my job on September 23rd. On October 23rd, exactly a month later, I took a pregnancy test. It was positive. So I am pregnant. And so if you guys are like, where the heck have you been specifically on social media? Um, I've been on the couch. I have been in bed. Growing a human is so much harder than I thought that it was going to be. I had always heard, you know, your first trimester is really hard. You're super tired. You can be super sick. You can have a lot of food aversions. I have had bouts of nausea. I have had some morning sickness, but the fatigue has really been what's taken me out. It's some days I have really just felt like the only thing I can do is just lie on the couch and watch movies and occasionally pop over my laptop and do a couple things here and there. So when I look back, you know, losing my job, I'm I'm choosing to look at all of this stuff as a blessing in disguise, right? That it would have been really, really hard for me to do all of this, including my full-time job, feeling the way that I was feeling with my pregnancy. So Right now, as I'm sitting down recording this, I'm actually just recording this. Like, yes, if you're listening to this on the 13th, Thursday, I'm recording this yesterday, Wednesday. So today is January 12th. I am 15 and a half weeks. So I'll be 16 weeks on Sunday. So I am into the second trimester and I am finally starting to feel like myself again. I'm starting to feel like a human. My energy is coming back. My food aversions are going away. I'm starting to eat a lot more. I'm drinking coffee again. I couldn't drink coffee for basically the whole first trimester. I've always loved coffee, and coffee to me just sounded like the worst possible thing on earth that I could be drinking. So I've started drinking coffee again. I just feel like myself again, which I'm so happy for that I get to start a new year with energy and feeling invigorated and refreshed and ready to go. So We do know the gender of the baby. I took an early blood test. I was like, listen, we have had enough surprises. (laughs) I don't want to have another surprise. Like, we're not really surprise people. So I always knew that I wanted to know the gender. So we do know the gender. I will be sharing the gender when I do the official pregnancy announcement on social media. So just know that if you're here listening to this, you are truly the first to know. I probably won't actually announce the pregnancy on social media till maybe like next week or the following week. But you podcast people. I know that you're my people. I know that you're the writer dies. And so you guys get to be the first to know about all of the exciting updates. So the cool thing is, is that I will not be looking for another corporate job. I have decided that 
I am going to go all in on my business and dedicate myself full time to my business, which in the past has really just provided me a part time supplemental income. I will say a very nice part time supplemental income. But because of all this stuff, I haven't really had the time to just really dedicate my full time and energy to it that I know that I'll be able to do now when it's my sole focus. So, Those are kind of the exciting updates and everything that's happened in 2021. Now, I do want to tell you, of course, I said that this episode was going to be like 15 minutes and I'm already like close to 20 minutes and I haven't even gotten into 2022. But that's just me being long-winded. Shocker. Surprise. Here is what's to come in 2022. Because like I said, I've had a lot of you guys asking and I just want to be clear about what you can expect. I mentioned on Tuesday that I am launching a new program, and the new program is going to be coming out on March 1st. So in about 45 days from now. Now, in the past, I have mentioned a program called Money Love, and I've said, hey, Money Love is coming, and Money Love was going to be a online community, an online coaching program where we talk about all things money. And I don't know if you guys saw this or remember this, but last year I kind of decided to really niche down in the money space and really focus a lot on spending because in my opinion, it is truly the gateway to your financial success. And it's one of the most underrated skills when it comes to money. And it's an area where I feel that women in particular need a lot of help and encouragement and coaching and support. So What I'm doing is I am launching a program that is going to be called Overcoming Overspending. And I almost called it the Spending School because really what it is, is it's a place where I'm going to teach you how to spend money and how to spend it in a way that is fun, but also in a way that feels aligned, purposeful, and spending in a way that also helps you hit all of your other goals. What I've kind of realized with money in the money space is that you see all this content about paying off debt and start investing and save up this and save up that. But what I've also realized is that there are so many women who feel like they can't even get to that point of doing those things because their spending habits are so skewed. And they're spending everything that they have, not because they have to, but they are using spending as a way to buffer They're using spending as a way to cope with emotions that they really should be dealing with and processing in other ways. And so I want to help all of you become amazing, amazing spenders. Now, I'm calling it overcoming overspending just because to me, it was really important that the name is very clear in what we're doing. And I just felt like money love is still a little bit unclear to people. I feel like as new people start to come into the community, they might not know or understand what money love is, but it's very clear, oh, overcoming overspending, we're talking about learning how to spend money. So overcoming overspending is coming on March 1st. And essentially what it's going to be is it's going to be a program. So when you buy it, you're going to have the entire program at your fingertips. You're going to have lifetime access to it, and it's also self-paced. So you take it at your own pace. When you buy the program, the entire program is available to you. So if you want to binge through it and get through it in a week or two weeks, you can. If you want to take your time and you want to go through it in a couple months, you can also do that too. Now, 
that's how a lot of my past programs have been. It's just like, here's the content, go consume the content and execute what I teach you. I've never had a community aspect to any of my programs. And I've also never had a live coaching aspect to any of my programs. And that is something that I'm really excited to introduce with Overcoming Overspending. So with this, you are going to have a community that you get to join. It's going to be a Facebook community. So all the students within Overcoming Overspending will be in this community. And you guys can really come together and have... I know I'm saying this word a lot, but community with one another. You can have accountability. You can ask each other questions. You can just come and celebrate your wins or get thoughts and help on what you're struggling with. The programs that I've been a part of, my favorite part of it is the community aspect, getting to connect with people who are trying to implement a change in their life that you're also trying to implement. It's just very encouraging to be in a group like that. The other part that I'm really excited to introduce, and I also think will add a ton of value to you guys, is a live coaching component. Now, live coaching is something that I've only offered in the past on a one-on-one basis. So if you want to coach live with me, you have to pay a higher ticket price. You and I meet one-on-one, and it's very intimate. But what I'm going to be moving forward with in the future is doing coaching within this program and within this community. So if you are a part of Overcoming Overspending, you are going to get coaching from me at least once a week, some weeks, twice a week. So if you're going through the program and you have questions or if you're struggling with something or if something just isn't clicking or if you're trying to execute something and it's just not working, you can bring it to coaching with me and I can coach you live. And on each call, I'll probably coach, you know, anywhere from three to five people. And I do a lot of this type of coaching in the programs that I'm in. And I love it. It's so helpful for me. Some calls I do get coached. Some calls I come to a call and I'm like, I'm really struggling with this. I could really use some personalized help here. And I get coached. Other times I show up to a call and I'm like, I don't really have a specific thing that I need help with right now but I'm just going to show up and listen. And sometimes when I even just show up and listen and I watch other people getting coached, that is just as helpful to me because they will bring things to a call that I'm like, oh yeah, like, you know what, to be honest, I'm kind of struggling with that as well. Or I actually kind of had that question as well. And just getting to see other people get coached is so valuable as well. So We'll be having a coaching call every single week. That's just a general generic coaching call. You can bring anything money related to me. Then we're also going to have some weeks, we're going to have topic specific calls where we only talk about one specific topic of money on the call. So we're going to have calls about debt. We're going to have calls about spending. We're going to have calls about saving. We're going to have calls about money and relationships. So you can bring your specific coaching issue related to that call topic and get coached on it. So that is all to come March 1st. I am working on it currently, putting it all together. You're going to have the program, lifetime access to it. There's going to be a workbook that comes with the course that you can fill out if you are the type of person who likes to do workbooks as you're working through the content. There'll be the community and then they'll get coaching. And again, you have lifetime access to this. This never goes away. So three years from now, you could come back to this and still be getting coaching and still go through the content again just to get a refresher. 
Now, mark your calendars for March 1st. I will tell you that if you join in the month of March, you are going to be what is called a founding member of Overcoming Overspending. And Overcoming Overspending is here to stay, you guys. It's not going anywhere. It is going to be my signature program for a long, long time. I am getting rid of all of my other programs. I'm getting rid of Budget Love. I'm getting rid of Money Harmony. Credit card clarity is going to be like a bonus within overcoming overspending because they're so closely related, just the issue with credit card. So credit card clarity will be a bonus that you receive within overcoming overspending because it's a lot shorter of a course. But I am essentially scrapping everything. I am burning the house down. I am getting rid of all of the courses and all of the content that I've created. And I do want to state, if you are a budget love student or if you have bought Money Harmony in the past, don't fret and think that you're not going to have access to that anymore. If you've already purchased those, you will continue to have access to those courses. I just will not be selling them to any new students. I won't be taking any new students into those courses anymore is really what I mean by that. Overcoming overspending will be it. It will be the go-to. I'm having one thing that's very clear. So when someone comes to me and they say, how can I work with you? It's like, here you go. Join overcoming overspending. It's not going to be like, well, you can join this course and this course and this course and this course. I've done that in the past and I've just realized it can be a bit overwhelming and a bit confusing to people. So this is what I'm going with. This is going to be the signature program. And I would absolutely love to have you join me as a founding member. If you join me as a founding member, you will get the cheapest price that I'm going to be offering. I'll be sharing what that pricing is later on, but you will get the cheapest pricing that I will ever offer. And then after the month of March is over, I will be raising the price at that point on. So as a founding member, you will pay the lowest price that anyone ever will pay. So just mark your calendars. That's coming. And I also want to let you guys know that next week, I will be back on social media. Like I said, I'm starting to feel like a human again. I'm I'm getting ready for the day now. I There was a time where I was literally just in my PJs all day because that's truly all I had the energy to be doing, growing this little baby. I didn't say, but I'm actually due. So I'm due July 3rd is my due date. So early July, I'm really hoping for a 4th of July baby because 4th of July is one of my favorite holidays. And I just think, how cool would it be A, if you shared a birthday with America, and B, if you got fireworks every year on your birthday. I just think that that would be so cool. So I'm really hoping for a 4th of July baby, but July 3rd is my due date. So those are all the updates, you guys. I love you all dearly. And like I said, I know that if you're here listening to this, you are truly like a ride or die. And I just have to tell you that you're so special to me and you really do mean so much to me. I hope that you know that I really just spend so much time thinking about you and thinking about how can I help you? How can I add value to you? How can I make your life better and richer and wealthier? And it just means so much to me that you're actually here listening to this. So I will see you guys next Tuesday for another episode of the podcast. I love you all dearly. I'll see you then. Bye.